Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Thank you so much for being here right off the bat because today's going to be another heavy show. There's a lot to talk about after yesterday, still going on right now. Uh, and I feel the need to kind of elaborate on a lot of things that happened yesterday because the show went viral and I got a ton of commentary back and forth on it. It's going to be a heavy show. I'm going to give you a lot of practical stuff that's going to happen moving forward too. I'm reasonably confident the trajectory uh, from a big picture this is going to take moving forward and involves you. Stay out of big cities if you can for a while and definitely keep your head on a swivel. Because this isn't over. This isn't even close to over. We're not even, I forget about the beginning of the end. We're not even in the end of the beginning. I want you all to understand that. This is nothing we ask for, nothing we want. But it's been imposed upon us. And there's no walking away from it because we don't like it. It's not going to go away by ignoring it. It's like a cancer. You can pretend it's not there, but it's going to metastasize and eventually kill you. Big show today. A lot to talk about. Heavy, heavy stuff. Folks, today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPNs, like leaving your keys in your car while you're running the gas station for a snack. Most of the time, you're probably okay. What if you come back and someone's taking your car? Every time you connect to an unencrypted network, any hacker on that network can gain access to your personal data. It doesn't even take a lot of technical knowledge to hack someone. Hackers can make up to $1,000 per person selling your personal info on the dark web. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so hackers can't steal your sensitive data. It'd take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. It's super easy to use. I use it all the time. I love it. I don't go online without it. Just fire up the app, click a button, and get protected. Works on all devices, phones, laptops, tablets, so you can stay secure on the go. Secure your online data today by doing what I do. Use ExpressVPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. E-X-P-R-E-S-S, expressvpn.com slash Bongino. You can get an extra three months free. Do it today. Don't wait. Protect your privacy. ExpressVPN.com slash Bongino. All right, Joseph. He's a, let's go. Buddy. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's good to have the bell back and good to be with you. But these are uh, these are tough shows. I mean, for everybody involved here. I know. I can see uh, you and Guy and I came up. This been a very somber mood around here. Yeah. Uh, I think everybody gets yeah. it. God bless, pal. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Folks. You know, yesterday's show was heavy. There was a lot of emotion. There was a lot of language. There was a lot of passion. And I say this because after the show, um, I said during my radio show and during my podcast, this show isn't for everyone. I'm not Taylor Swift. I'm not trying to make music everybody likes. I, I'm not doing that. What I'm trying to do is to tell you the truth. And if the truth, in, in, the truth involves this show being different and alienating a group of people who don't want to hear the truth, then I'm, I'm candidly very, or not just okay with that. I'm absolutely okay with that. I'm glad you're here. This Bongino army we're putting together, and I love you. The loyalty is mutual. When I see you out in the street uh, and I give you like a fist pound, you, you, the love is mutual. But I want you to make no mistake that some of the criticism of yesterday's show is a borderline hilarious. There was a couple of people and stragglers, but I feel the need to address it because it's important. When I stated what I stated after over a decade plus in law enforcement at the federal, state, local level, it, it's kind of hilarious to watch people say, what is Dan Bongino turning into a neocon? I don't even think the people who say that have any idea what a neocon actually is, uh, how the term is derived, where it's from, or where it comes from, uh, the, 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 uh, the, 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 politic, the political brain involved in the creation of it. And I use those words uh, deliberately. I don't think they really understand. To say that's quite hilarious. 
I think anyone who's listened to this show and is a P1 listener over the years knows I abide strictly by Fox Connors rules of war. I say them so much, you probably know them already. Don't go to war alone. Don't go to war for long and don't go to war unless you absolutely have to. I have been absolutely clear on that. Um, if you go back and see when I actually ran for office, unlike some of the dipshit cowards who love to criticize everything they think they disagree with when they don't even listen to the show, uh, I ran for office running against the Iraq war, running against us in a prolonged, uh, uh, a, a prolonged presence in Afghanistan without an exit plan. I actually ran for office on that stuff while a lot of people were sitting there on Twitter uh, in their basement watching porn with a s'mores in their hand. Um, so I, I kind of laugh a lot of that off. But the reason I feel the need to address that kind of stupidity today, when I was actually the one fighting against a lot of this stuff, when we didn't have an exit plan and didn't have a strategy, is because, folks, this war being imposed upon us by the savage, I don't think a lot of people get it. As I said yesterday, and maybe I didn't make this point strongly enough, and Joe and Gee, I'll be a little more interactive today. Did, did I not make this clear yesterday? Ladies and gentlemen, the savage doesn't give a shit. What you think about neocons versus interventionists, isolationists versus intervention? Do you understand that? Very freaking clear, dude. It, I, I thought I made that clear. I'm not crazy. They don't care. I spent a decade plus around these people, the savage, interviewing them, arresting them. They don't care. Listening to them, studying them. This war is coming here. It's not coming here. It's here. It's, scratch what I just said. It's already here. The, you know, the Iraq war over WMD, an extended presence in Afghanistan without a proper exit plan or even a victory plan, I think. Those were proper policy questions. What I'm telling you now is it's fair enough for you to say, it's not, not even for me to say what's fair. You, it, I'm a, I encourage open debate and I absolutely abhor censorship. But for us to debate our relationship with Israel or any country and the level of military involvement by us when they're our kids is absolutely open season questions, 100%. The question I addressed yesterday, which I think is misconstrued, is the savage doesn't care. And whether you agree with Israel or not on foreign policy decisions, on judicial reform, is completely independent of the fact that the savages attacking Israel will kill you tomorrow in your homeland without a second thought. They will shoot you dead holding a Palestinian flag. Folks, the savage doesn't value what you value. Things you, you can't view the world through your lens. Your lens is a lens of how do I make the world better for my kids? How do I get a raise at my job? How do I make my kid a better soccer player? How do I take care of my wife and kids and keep them safe? Do you understand the savage thinks only in death and brutality? None of that matters to them. It's not a motivation for them to do anything or not do anything. They think in death alone. I want to show you what I mean. Here's Tony Blinken, our Secretary of State, who actually tweeted this from his account right after the, uh, the savage terror attacks. I encourage Turkey's advocacy for a ceasefire and the release of all hostages held by Hamas immediately. It's the Secretary of State. Secretary of State. So tough. A ceasefire. You think the savage is looking for a ceasefire? Oh, you think, oh, oh, well, hold on. The U.S. Secretary of State told us to release the hostages. Folks, there are confirmed reports now 
of infant children being beheaded by the savage. You think they're reading mean tweets from Tony Blinken? They don't care. Please believe me, no matter where you stand on the spectrum of U.S. muscular or non-muscular foreign policy, from isolationist to full interventionist, I am strongly encouraging you as someone who's been there in the suck and has seen it. The savage enemy does not care what you think. I just want you to understand that. You will not be saved by saying, oh, you know what? Maybe the Palestinians have an argument. Maybe they do. I'm open for free speech. I'll hear any side of any argument, make my own decisions. I've already made mine. You know where I stand on this issue. The Arab world cares so much about the Palestinians, the, Isra- the uh, Egyptians won't even let them in. You know, the Jordanians ruled over the West Bank from 48 to 67. I don't know if you know that. Why didn't they create a Palestinian state? Why don't they let them in now? Give them a piece of Jordanian land on the east bank of the Jordan River. Why don't they do that? There's a whole lot of land in Jordan. Nobody seems to do. These are just common sense questions. Why do Arabs in Israel have more freedom than Arabs in the Arab world? These are real questions. I'm just asking. Why is Egypt shutting down their border with Gaza? I thought they wanted to let them let them in. I thought thought they wanted to let them in. A couple other things. Clarify some arguments. You deserve to know my position. You spend time with me and I love you for it. Folks, I don't advocate censorship in any form. There are a couple of uh, people in the Israeli government who tweeted out, and I support their operation now because I know they have to deal with savages, but they want these Hamas accounts on social media banned. I think that's an enormous mistake. Let the savage show himself to the world. Let the world see the savage. You ban the savage, they're going to go to the dark web. They're just going to do what everyone else will do. Censorship is never the answer. I am an absolute free speech warrior in this respect, even for the savage, let him show himself to the world. Censorship isn't the answer. Finally, yesterday on my radio show, a couple things I need to get out of the way. I warned you about the Biden lid yesterday on my radio show. If you listen, Biden wrapped it up at noon yesterday. They call it a lid. Oh, he's done working. And I said on my radio show, be careful about this story. Because for as crazy as Biden is, oatmeal brains, that didn't sound right. That there were American hostages, even for Biden's stupid foreign policy team, it seemed like a bridge too far. And if you were listening to my radio show, I said he's probably on a trip overseas or he may be doing something. Turned out yesterday he was being deposed in the Robert Herr special investigation into his handling of classified documents. That's why the Bongino rule. I'm not giving this guy any credit. He's a piece of garbage. We all get that. But that's where the Bongino rule comes from. Things like that. I've been there. I lived it. That didn't even make sense for this disgusting team in the White House. It was way too much political liability. I knew something was up. I thought it may be a trip overseas. It turned out it was an interview with the special counsel. Folks, believe me, it's not some stupid victory lap. Who cares? Who really gives a shit? It doesn't matter. I'm just telling you, the Bongino rule comes from somewhere. Give it some time until you draw a conclusion. Or else you'll have to go back and you make yourself look like an idiot. Wait, one more quick thing. Folks, face ID has changed the game. I'm just saying to the savages out there, too, if you don't think international intelligence agencies know who you are parading around on social media, beheading children, shooting hostages in the back of the head, and the other stuff we've seen out there, if you don't think you'll be tracked down in this era of face ID, you're out of your mind. Every one of these savages is going to be shot. And expect nothing from the savage moving forward.
Expect nothing from this savage but pain and death. If you expect nothing from the savage, though, you must be prepared to take everything from the savage to stop this. It's the only way. You doubt me? Here's Hamas yesterday, their spokesman on Al Jazeera, saying, listen, they're just going to start executing innocent people if the Israeli counteroffensive to stop the terror attacks doesn't stop. So just to be clear, I'm following this. Shoot up a bunch of kids at a festival, behead some babies, burn 80-year-olds alive. The Israelis respond to stop the savage, and the savage says, listen, you guys are victimizing us, so to stop you from victimizing us after we terrorized you, we're going to start whacking innocent hostages. Sounds like savage logic. They don't value what you value. They value bloodlust. Listen yourself. From this moment on, we announce that any targeting of innocent civilians without warning will be met, regretfully to say, by executing one of the hostages in our custody. And we will be forced to broadcast this execution. They'll broadcast the execution. This is why I am absolutely, resolutely against censorship. Even for the savage at this point. Show the world who you are, you mutts. You man-beasts, demons. Show the world who you are. Show the world who you are. Let us all see you for everything you are. There are people out there who don't believe the savage is the savage. They think the savage is a freedom fighter. Fighting for freedom? They got to broadcast executions? Just to be clear, are the Israelis doing that? Whatever your beef may be with the Israeli government or not, it's your business. Who's the one who initiated this? Oh, it's the occupation. of It is. It's interesting because Gaza was given to the Palestinians back in 2005, and they shit all over it. No, but they're being occupied. Really, it's theirs. No, but they're not allowed in in Israel. Oh, oh, now you want us to let you in after you just shot up a music festival to shoot up more people? Strange. Strange request. It's funny how the Israelis aren't asking to be let into Gaza. They gave it to them. Weird, right? Here's a former PLO spokesperson, Diana Butu, who can't seem to condemn the murder of innocent people, hostage taking, and I guess the execution of people on live TV. She has a real problem with that. Again, you want to see what the savage looks like and the demons speak like? Let him talk. Don't censor him. Just let him talk. The Gaza Strip now, more than 50% of the population is under the age of 18. So we're talking about children here. There are 2 million Palestinians living in the Gaza Strip who've been living under this brutal siege. I think that if we really want to move forward, it's not just a question of asking me uh, whether whether there are condemnations or not, but, ask, but asking ourselves, what is it that can be done? And simply ignoring it, pretending that there is no occupation, doesn't 
doesn't get us anywhere closer to actually making sure that people are able to live freely and in dignity and in peace uh, and in security. The sad reality is that for all of these years, everybody has focused only on Israel's security, leaving aside anything when it comes to Palestinians. And Palestinians have lived in such insecurity over the course of the past 56 years. I really think that the time is now for us to start re-questioning this idea that somehow Israel can pummel Gaza, that it can flatten Gaza, that it can dehumanize Palestinians in Gaza. As we've heard, we've just heard them call Palestinians animals and instead really ask itself why this is happening. It's not happening in a political vacuum. It's happening because Palestinians have lived under this dehumanizing military occupation now for 56 years and it's time to end it. Okay, she's full of shit. The Israelis were not calling the Palestinians animals. They were calling the terrorists animals. Notice how she conflates the two. She likes doing that because she's a trained propagandist. It's what the demon looks like. It's what the savage looks like. Let me, Diana, let me walk you through this. This is really easy. You should not take innocent civilians as, as uh, war hostages and shoot them and torture them. That's, it's not hard. Is that hard, guys? Do you agree with that position? Joe said, yeah, probably a bad idea. It's not, it's not hard, Diana. If the Israeli government was rolling into Israel, uh, excuse me, into Gaza and pulling out completely innocent Palestinians and cutting their heads off, I, I, I'd object to that too. It's not hard. It's, it's really, it's really not hard. But they're not doing that. You see, it's only, it's only one side. There'd be no Israel. The Palestinians would lay down arms. There'd be peace. I do know the phrase. I also know the phrase by Abba Eban that they've never missed an opportunity to miss an opportunity of peace. I can assure you right now, knowing what I know and having traveled to this region many times, if the Palestinian people united tomorrow, kicked out Hamas, put them on trial for the crimes they committed against humanity, committed to peace with Israel, the Gaza Strip would flower with economic activity, freedom, and peace for the next 20, 30 years. But that'll never happen. They don't want that. Because the savage doesn't value that. The terrorists running the place. And I feel genuinely sorry for Palestinians that do not agree with this. There's no, you don't want to stereotype an entire group of people. And you're making the same mistake others make. I'm sure like any other region of the world, there are people, Palestinians, legitimately pissed off too. But to the people who support the savage, you're no different than the savage. They don't value that. You can't look at the world through your lens. Who wouldn't want that? I'll answer it for you. The savage. I can't explain this in any starker terms. The savage doesn't want that. The savage wants blood. They want death. So you need to give it to them. Here's Trey Yinks from Fox, who's a pretty brave guy. He's done some incredible reporting. Listen, regardless of your feelings about Fox, this guy's got balls of iron. I can tell you right now. This guy's been in Afghanistan with the Taliban. This guy's sitting there and well, the place is being bombed. This guy's got some nuts on him like I've never seen. Here's Trey Yinks describing, describing the condition of the hostages. And again, if any government on earth, our government, the Israeli government, the United Kingdom, took innocent people as hostages and tortured them. Oh, I assure you, I'd condemn them. Kind of sounds like us condemning our own government when they were, oh, oh yeah, right, right. So we're not frauds. 
Here's Trey Yings talking about what's happening to the hostages right now. And you tell me if this sounds like innocence or the savage. Take a listen. As for the conditions of the hostages inside Gaza, there are cages that they're holding them in. We have seen incredibly disturbing videos published by Hamas and Islamic Jihad of small children uh, being pushed around, uh, mothers being dragged through the streets, uh, grandmothers being forced to hold weapons. Uh, the conditions are, are likely horrific. This is truly a nightmare, and the people inside Gaza are experiencing hell on earth. There is no other way to describe it. Grandmothers burned alive, beheaded kids, infants shot in car seats. Again, these aren't conspiracy theories. These are confirmed reports from independent reporters who actually know what they're doing on the scene. People shot dead, innocent shot in the back. People's heads bashed in with garden hose. Foreigners, by the way, who aren't even Israeli. People from other countries providing help in Israel. Killed, burned alive. Killed. Tell me again how it's the freedom fighter. They deserve to be heard, heard in what? They speak in blood, so that's what you should give them. That's all they speak in. Folks, I got to tell you, the, the, uh, the Hamas and Fatah, too, their propaganda operation is, is, uh, is, is you want to talk about people who are just deranged. I mean, they make Baghdad Bob, you know, <laughs> look like the most honest, look like George Washington cutting down a cherry tree. I'll show you what I mean coming up next. If you're falling for this, I can't help you. Let me take a quick break. I appreciate you all being here. 70,000 people. Thank you so much. Listen, I recently gave my dad MD hearing aids when I saw him over the Labor Day break and the new ones. He was hearing me so much better. He loves them. If your parents have started to lose their hearing or a friend of yours, tell them about MD hearing. Maybe you've begun to have hearing loss as well. Check them out. MD hearing. MD hearing is an FDA registered rechargeable hearing aid that costs a fraction of what typical hearing aids cost. MD hearing's new Neo model costs over 90% less than clinic hearing aids. They work great. Right now, pay just $149.99 each when you buy a pair. That's $300 for a pair of hearing aids. MD Hearing Aid, uh, MD Hearing offers a 40-day risk-free trial with a 100% money-back guarantee. So if you want MD Hearing's smallest hearing aid ever, go to mdhearing.com and use promo code PATRIOT to get their new buy one, get one, $140.99 each offer when you buy a pair. Plus, they're adding a free extra charging case, a $100 value, just for listeners of the Dan Bongino Show. So head on over today. The website, mdhearing.com. Use promo code PATRIOT, that's you, and get their new buy one, get one, $149.99 each offer when you buy a pair. Again, mdhearing.com, promo code PATRIOT. Check them out today. They work great. All right, back to the show. Folks, their propaganda operation with the savages is just... uh, it's really something to behold. I mean, their depravity is like nothing I've never seen before. They know you're seeing the video, confirmed video of butchery, hostage taking, savagery, and the killing of innocent people. They know you're seeing it. This is the worst attempt at gaslighting I've ever seen. Here's Mustafa Bargo from the Palestinian National Initiative. Yeah, this guy's a lying piece of shit. Here he is. The savages, and by the way, if the savages are so proud of their work and they think they're fighting for freedom, then why lie about it? Just tell people what you did, right? The only people who lie about something are people who are embarrassed about what they did and need to run cover. Listen to this lying sack of shit. Um, What Hamas is doing is they're targeting 
Israeli civilians, women, children, grandmothers. No, they are not. Uh, is that is that is that not a classic terror? Isn't that classic terrorism? They're not fighting the Israeli government. They're fighting ordinary people. That's one way of putting it, but it's not true. I think Hamas mainly attacked military establishments, military installations. And most of the people they, they have arrested and uh, taken as uh, pres- war, uh, war prisoners are military people. I do not accept attacking any civilian. Uh, uh, I do not accept that Israelis attack our civilians. But look at what Israeli planes are doing now in Gaza. They, they are bombarding houses. They're bringing down to earth, and you've shown, you've shown that on your, uh, on your screen, uh, whole apartments, whole buildings, high-rise buildings are brought down to the ground, and we already are reporting, uh, receiving uh, reports about families who are killed, uh, nine people in one family, ten people in another family, including children. I do not want any civilian to be hurt, neither by Palestinians or by Israelis. But the question is how to end that. Will it end by attacking Gaza Strip another time? Israel has already conducted five wars on Gaza. One of them lasted 51 days. They destroyed everything. This did not stop Hamas, did not stop resistance. There is one way to stop any violence, and that is to end the Israeli occupation. They're not occupying Gaza, dipshit. Are you a freaking moron all the time or is it a Monday thing? They already gave you Gaza in 2005. Did you miss that? You fucking idiot. Did you miss that? They are not occupying Gaza. You turned it into the rubble it is. You got to love this asshole too. He's like, uh, you guys, the, the, uh, the CNN guy. Well, you've taken innocent, killed innocent people and taken hostages. Well, that's one way of looking at it. No, that's not one way. It's the only way of looking at it. When you take a woman bleeding between her legs because you raped her by the hair, you rip her out of a Jeep to throw her in the side of the back of the car. Uh, I'm pretty sure we saw what we saw. That's not one way of looking at it. That's the only way to look at it. Again, the savage. Says, well, why, do, why do these people give an airtime, by the way? Again, I'm not for censorship at all. I want to be clear. If Mustafa Bargo and all his assholery wants to go out and start a Twitter account, whatever, go right ahead. Show the world what kind of a savage you are. There's no reason like he should be granted an interview on CNN. I wouldn't interview him on my podcast. There's a choice here. You want to see savagery? I've been hesitant to do two days of this, but I think it's important. I wonder if Mustafa saw this video, the Baghdad Bob of the Palestinian National Initiative. He, he actually makes Baghdad Bob. There are no troops in Baghdad. He actually makes Baghdad Bob look even more honest. And that's how pathetic this guy is. I want you to see this video. There's a family trying to escape out of a window from savages. Savages, killers, murderers. Demons. It's an Israeli family. Father, of course, does what any father would do and gets his wife and kids out first. You see them leaving the window as they're shooting up downstairs. You'll notice at the end the father doesn't make it. Animal. 
demon. Savage. Farther than me. Mustafa proud of that? What does he think those are? Enemy combatants? What is those, those kids? Six? Ten? Oh, he's proud of it. You're right. Oh, oh, he's proud of it. All right. Well, what does he think he's seeing there? Okay, you've been to Israel. I've been there. They have anyone in the military seven or below? Last time you checked? Yeah, I'm pretty confident. I bet a few. I've never seen one. I've never seen one below the age of like maybe 18, 17. I haven't seen that. It's kind of weird. Guy's kid looks about seven. He's an enemy combatant? No 10? Yeah, I haven't seen them either. 10 month old. Yeah, they get them early. Haven't seen that either. Yeah, I haven't seen that early. Weird. When you behead them, you know, again, enemy combatants, just cut the head off a 10 month old. Get those enemy combatants. 10 month old. Doesn't even know its own name. Hasn't stopped drooling yet. But I cut his head off. That's what we do. Savages. Don't worry, though, folks. Mehdi Hassan from MSNBC. Mehdi Hassan's put this all in context for us. Don't you worry about that. Do you know the history of Mehdi Hassan? You'll see MSNBC is more than happy to give this guy the bully pulpit, too. Even though he's got a history saying insane, crazy things. I'll play that coming up next. Let me get to my last couple sponsors. Folks, don't go anywhere. I also got some other left-wing media nuts. They've got it figured out, too, all the media nuts. And I want to play an old clip, you know, and it's not meant to be in any way in jest, even though at the time I think it was said in jest. You ever see this clip of Joan Rivers, God rest her soul, who seemed to have nailed this a long time ago. I saw this on social media yesterday, and it's never been more relevant in understanding the savage than now. And we're talking about the terrorists. Because I don't do what the left does. I'll never become one of them. Ever. Folks, Patriot Mobile for 10 years. Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. When I say only, I mean the only one. Glenn and the team, they're great supporters of the show. They love you. They love that you're all coming over to Patriot Mobile in, Mobile in droves. I'm proud to partner with them. They offer dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks. It means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding left-wing mobile. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veteran and first responder heroes. They're 100% U.S.-based customer service team. They make switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Dan. Join me, make the switch today. patriotmobile.com slash Dan. That's patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call 972-PATRIOT. Sign up today. Don't fund, fund these left-wing nuts. Our next sponsor today, GenuCell. There's only a few days left for GenuCell Skincare's incredible dark spot package sale. Paul just took advantage of this. Go to genucell.com slash Dan right now. Get their dark spot corrector, a must-have after record heat, humidity, all that damage to your skin. Sunspots, brown spots, discoloration, even dry and flame patches could all disappear in front of your very eyes. Here's Kim from Youngstown, Ohio. My appearance has improved so much since using GenuCell skincare on my face. Love all my GenuCell skincare products. My skin looks younger. Now it's your turn to feel like Kim, but there's only 10 days left. Take advantage of GenuCell skincare's most popular package, including the dark spot corrector, their classic bag and puffiness treatment, plus immediate effects for 70% off, 7-0. Try the best skincare in the world for yourself, completely risk-free. Here's the GenuCell skincare amazing guarantee. See results day one or your money back. It's simple. 
Go to jennycell.com slash Dan today. Start looking years, even decades younger tomorrow. All orders are upgraded to free shipping. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L. Genucel.com slash Dan. Genucel.com slash Dan. Thanks so much. Ladies and gentlemen, don't you worry. Fellas, Mehdi Hassan from MSNBC is here to clear up the distinction between the savage terrorists and everyone else. Here's Mehdi Hassan putting Gaza in context for us again. Taking this guy's word for it is like taking the word, by the way, of a crazy person. Here, check this out. The former head of Israeli intelligence just a few months ago, Tamir Pardo, he said, we're treating Gaza like an open air prison. So that is the context that is so important for us to remember when we talk about Gaza as some kind of, you know, strange, faraway place, people shouting with guns. It's actually a real place with real people, families, and they're living in horrific conditions, Alex. You know, 59% of Gazans live in poverty, 63% food insecure, 70% of young people unemployed, 90% of Gazans have no access to clean drinking water. The UN Secretary General called it hell on earth. And whose fault is that, Betty? Whose fault is that? Uh, the Israelis gave the Palestinians Gaza in 2005. I was there. I watched it on TV. And you know what they did right away? Keem, you might have been too. You, do you remember this? Or were you too young? Joe, I know you remember it. They started launching rockets from Gaza right away. Thanks for the land. Here's a few rockets. I remember, uh, yeah, I remember too. I was sitting in the Secret Service training center. I was watching in the operations section. I'm like, wow, that was only a few minutes. As is tradition, you give them land, they give you rockets. But don't worry, Mehdi put it in context. It's called hell on earth. Who governs over there? The Israelis? Oh, no, no, that's right. Hamas. The savages. Yeah, yeah the first thing they did was give them bombs. Bombs and terror. It's their gift. It's their export. Hamas. So they export. Terrorism. Here's the same Mehdi Hassan, by the way, who said this years ago. I'll put the quote up on the screen. This is Mehdi Hassan. He's got a show on MSNBC, by the way. Because remember, when you're a lefty, you're allowed to apologize for anything, even saying disgusting things like this. But if you're a conservative, no apology ever. Yeah, listen to yourself. And of course, the Gaza, the disbelievers, the atheists who remain deaf and stubborn to the teachings of Islam, the rational message of the Quran, they are described in the Quran as, quote, a people of no intelligence, Allah describes to us. Not of no morality, not of no belief, a people of no intelligence. Because they are incapable of the intellectual effort it requires to shake off those blind prejudices, to shake off those easy assumptions about this world, about the existence of God. You're the cattle. Cattle are those who grow the crops and do not stop and wonder about this world. The atheist. Now, listen, I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ. I also believe God gave us all rights and the atheist is free to believe what he believes. I'll have to deal with his own creator at a time, uh, at the time of the creator's choosing. Cattle? Guy's got a show on MSNBC. But don't worry, folks. He apologized. Really sorry about it. Meanwhile, if you're a conservative and you slip and say dick on the air, you're, that's it. You're canceled forever. Oh, my God. He said dick on the air. You can't do that. What a crazy person. Cancel that guy. When he was 14, he sent a tweet to his buddy. He's 34 now. It doesn't matter. It's the same guy. But don't worry. Mehdi Hassan is a full adult. Thinks you're cattle. Quran said so. But no sweat, folks. He's okay. He'll, he'll put Gaza in context. This is the media. Here's another guy in the media. I used to do this guy's show. Tom Hartman. 
Back in the day, he had a show on RT and he used to have a debate called the Rumble. And I used to go and debate him and I would defeat him regularly because he's really dumb. Here he is. Hamas apparently knew how to get around Israel's Iron Dome defenses. They learned this from Iran. Iran got it from Russia. And who gave it to Russia? Sure looks like it was Trump. Trump did it. Here we go, fellas. It was only 48 hours before we had to before. But actually, it's less than that, 24. Look at the date. Donald Trump did it. John Trump. Trump did it, guys. You didn't know that? Trump. It's definitely Trump's fault. He did it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God for the Bongino rule. Right. We wait. We see. We wait. We're not dumb like Tom Harvey. Yeah. Trump did it. Definitely. Trump had, right. Trump had nothing to do with the Abraham Accords. There was no uh, Ukrainian invasion, no, no threats to Taiwan, or at least as open as they are now. But yeah, Trump did it, Tom. Keep it up. He's Thom, by the way. He spells his name Thom. Thom Harbin. He's one of, this is one of the stupid smart, but I used to debate this guy. He's an avowed communist, by the way, avowed communist. Loves it. Doesn't know jack shit. I used to debate him about Medicare and he had no idea what he was talking about. It's kind of hilarious to beat him up on his own show was just great. I'm sure those videos are still out there. You can go see them. It's crazy that we got to, you know, rely on a deceased comedian to try to see this clearly, not a, a supposedly educated person like Thom Hartman or Mehdi Hassan, the cattle guy, you know? Here's, God rest her soul, Joan Rivers. You ever seen this? TMZ grabbed her at an airport and asked her about this ongoing conflict in the region. I think Joan had it pretty straight. Take a listen. I'm trying to get celebrity reactions to what's going on with the Palestinians and Israelis right now. Let me just tell you, if New Jersey were firing rockets into New York, we would wipe them out. I am so bored. We heard they were digging tunnels from New Jersey to New York. We would get rid of Jersey. So I don't want to hear anymore. Oh. We'll do a partial truce. The Palestinians, you cannot throw rockets and expect people not to defend themselves. What about the civilian casualty rate? Civilian, then don't put your goddamn things in private homes. I'm sorry. Don't don't you dare put weapon stashes in, in, in private homes and then we say get out. Of, of course, we're going to do it. The response normally is where are, the, where are the civilians supposed to go? I don't care. They started it. It is... You're all insane. They started it. What are you all saying? They started it. The Israelis did not throw their... For, for months this has been going on. How do you resolve What are you supposed to do? How do you resolve it? How do I know? Because I have been over there. That's how I know. And I wish the world would know. And BBC should be ashamed of themselves. And CNN should be ashamed of themselves. And everybody, stop it already. You know, like uh, Dwight Howard tweeted, Free Palestine took it back. Selena Gomez tweeted uh, a pro-Gaza. Oh, uh, Selena yeah, Gomez. Oh, yeah, that college grad. <laughs> <laughs> no time to laugh, man, but sometimes you need a character like that to kind of ground you again. Kind of nails it, right? Gosh, there's so many civilian casualties. Well, how about I got a good idea. Like, how about you just not use humans as human shields? I'm just going to. How about here's an idea, too. I, I don't know, guys. This one's crazy. How about don't launch missiles from like hospitals and stuff and nurseries? I don't know. It's just a, a crazy, crazy idea. I know. Good start. Good start. Right, Joe? I mean, there's a reason we don't put nuclear silos next to nursery schools in the United States. We, we just don't do it. We just don't do it because we know they'd probably be targets. It's just it's, it's nuts, right? 
Again, why do we do that? Because we're not savages. The savage puts their missiles and their rockets in nurseries, preschools, hospitals, so that their people get dead. And when their people get dead, they parade them like trophies. Oh, look, our people died. Look at these savages. They're the, sa- they're the savages. Listen, I said the title of today's show, keep your head on a swivel. That's not, um, I'm being dead serious, folks. There's a lot of intel coming in and out. between a lot of very serious people. The situation in the United States is now at a DEFCON level. We haven't been at it a long time. There are unquestionably cells operating in the United States right now that are ready to impart a lot of pain and death upon people in the United States. I'm going to say to you today, if you can avoid big cities, try to. At least until things maybe simmer down a little bit. If you can avoid big cities, I understand, but keep your head on that swivel. Keep your eyes open. Keep the Bluetooth headphones out of your ears. Everywhere you go, look at the exit. Look. Look at it. You're sitting in a restaurant. I want you to understand there's an exit in the back of the kitchen. You're sitting in a movie theater. Try to stay somewhere where you can access an exit or sit near the end so you can get out quick. If you can arm yourself and protect yourself and you're willing to train with it, then do it. If you can't, I want you to understand that you could be a victim too. There's credible information out there, more than credible information, that some of these people, some of these savages are in the country right now. What they're planning to do, I don't know. There's some speculation that they're looking to buy rifles maybe of the belt-fed variety, seek population centers, and do some damage like they did in California and Orlando. The fight is absolutely coming here, folks. Our border is absolutely out of control. We have no idea who's here right now. And clearly some of the people here want to do damage. I want you to listen to this. This is why Joe Biden is so incredibly dangerous right now. Joe Biden does not believe in anything, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Biden believes in whatever the radical left tells him to believe. The Ilhan Omars, the AOCs, the Bernie Sanders. Ilhan Omar, clearly a sympathizer with the savage. I went after her last night on Twitter because she doesn't know jack shit about this situation. Yet she pretends to. Ilhan Omar is a sympathizer with the savage. There is nothing Joe Biden is more afraid of than the ire of the squad. Because even though they're small in number, they command a large portion of the increasingly radical Democrat Party. Joe Biden believes in nothing. Nothing. He will do whatever they say. Here's proof for you. Here's a clip from decades ago. Here's Joe Biden talking about the border. And notice his language is really harsh. It seems almost common sense. Why would you play this, Dan? To show you this guy believes in nothing. Joe Biden at one point pretended to understand the perilous situation at the border and now does the opposite because Ilhan Omar is really the president of the United States. Check this out. It makes sense that no great nation can be in a position where they can't control their borders. It matters how you control your borders, not just for immigration, 
but it matters for drugs, terror, a whole range of other things. Here's the conclusion I come up with. And it's sort of in equal parts. We have to. We have to. And I had been arguing for when I'm back in my days as chairman of the Judiciary Committee and straight through as the leader of the Foreign Relations Committee. I've been arguing for the need to put more protection at our borders, meaning that you have more border guards. This president refusing to add the number of border guards now said he has to send the National Guard down. He, he vetoed. He, he was against adding the number of border guards. I only can suggest the reason he was is because he needed that money for his tax cuts that were unnecessary. Joe said it right. Oatmeal Brains was a much better liar back then. A little more smooth in his lies. Ladies and gentlemen, here's a tweet by Bill Malugin in case you think I'm making this up. Ah, Dan, keep your head in a swivel. Stop the hysteria. Really? Bill Malugin's a pretty nonpartisan guy. Pretty good reporter for Fox. He's only been down at the border for like three years or so. I remember when he got hired at Fox. He's been down there a while. Border patrol arrests of suspects on the FBI's terror watch list at the southern border. Don't worry, Joe, only 151 so far. So far, the year's not even over. And by the way, those are only the ones we know about. Last year was 98. 21, 15, 23. Oh, look, now we start getting back to the Trump era. Zero, six, and two. Those are the ones we know about. How many people it take to pull off 9-11? A thousand? Nope. 500? Nope. A hundred? No, less than that. But don't worry. We know about almost 300 people here now that have crossed the border on the terror watches. No sweat, folks. No big deal. Listen, I worked a lot of cases when I was doing counterfeit, counterfeit money investigations, and I learned something about the border. Let me tell you what happens at the southern border. Ladies and gentlemen, the exact same mules trafficking kids for sex are trafficking drugs and traffic counterfeit money, and they also traffic terrorists. You know why? Anyone have a guess? Because they care about something. What, morals and ethics? Hell the no money. And if terrorists come from the Triangle down south, the Hamptons in South America, the tri-border region, and want to cross, they pay the traffickers, and they get right in. It's the same people, man. And they're all getting rich off Joe Biden's apathy at the border. Here's Trump on the border, though. He had something to say about this, and I'll recommend to the Trump team, if you're listening, make this the centerpiece of your campaign going forward. Dismantling the police state, redirecting it towards actual threats and securing this border no matter what. Or we're not going to have a country left. We need more talk like this. Make this the centerpiece of your campaign. Listen to this. Back in the White House, I'll terminate every open borders policy of the Biden administration and begin the largest deportation operation in American history. I'll also use Title 42 to end the child trafficking crisis by returning all trafficked children to their families and their home countries. We'll do that immediately. Stick to it and you'll win and you'll win big. Stick to it. Listen to me. Stay on message. Stay on message. Stay on message with this and you can't lose. Get off message and you may. Stay on message. 
This is what won you this race the first time. People are sick and tired of feeling like they're living in a place they can't control. This country is theirs. They pay for it. They finance it. They built it. A country without borders is not a country. It's a suggestion. It's a landmass. I don't want a landmass. I want a country. You come here, you abide by our rules. You don't abide by our rules, then don't come here. And if you try, you will be arrested and sent home immediately. This isn't hard. Trump, again, I'll go back to mean tweets any day, folks. There are rumors out there, and I can't confirm them. I'm just telling you they're out there. I want to be clear on that. Right, some of the weaponry showing up in the savage attacks on the Israelis, that the savages have gotten a hold of some of the weapons left behind in Ukraine. Again, I cannot confirm that. I'm telling you those rumors are out there. However, some of you have never seen this. Here's Donald Trump a while ago. He's asked about Mark Milley, who thankfully is leaving as the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, a guy who's shown himself to be completely incompetent, not worthy of the job. It was Mark Milley's decision, apparently, to leave a lot of this equipment behind in Afghanistan. Did any of you see this where Trump was at an event? And he had some comments about that. Check this out. You got a $50 million airplane. You got a $29 million gorgeous helicopter. We had every type of helicopter. Many of them brand new, literally out of the box. $28, $29 million. We have $60, $70 million planes. You mean you think it's cheaper to leave it there so they can have it? than it is to fill it up with a half a tank of gas and fly it into Pakistan or fly it back to our country. You think, yes, sir, we think it's cheaper, sir. That's when I realized he was a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. Speak plainly going forward. It's what won you the race last time. Close the border, speak plainly, dismantle the police state, and reorient our law enforcement and intel towards uh, directing and countering actual threats to the homeland, not political enemies. The guy will win in a freaking landslide. Why? Because these are the top two concerns I hear from people out there. I actually talk to people. They approach me all the time. I have conversations. Many of you in the chat, I saw book signings. You know who you are. I've given you shout outs. I will actually talk to people. How do I know what people are thinking? Because they tell me you talk to them. It's not hard. Illegal immigration, inflation, and the police state. The three things I hear hands down more than anything. More than anything. The police state wasting time targeting us rather than targeting the real enemy, the savage. Folks, I want you to understand what this election is about. I've got this movie with Dinesh coming out, Dinesh D'Souza. You want to pick up tickets, again, it's called Police State. PoliceStatefilm.net is the website. Check it out. The movie's a pretty profound journey you're going to go on. You're not going to be the same when you leave. But the police state is real, and it's here. And we need someone willing to take it on and talk plainly about it. I think this is a Grabian supercut. They put together a supercut here. I want you to listen to the language of the lefties we're fighting in this election. The same people, some of them, some, not all, but the same people defending the savages right now. I want you to listen to the language they talk about when talking about us, not the savage. Talking about us, U.S. citizens. I want you to listen for the word deprogramming over and over. You think this is a joke? It's not my words. It's theirs. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump 
And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members. Terms being tossed around like deprogramming Trump followers. All of America needs deprogramming because we've all been negatively influenced by Donald Trump. Can't uh, sit down with people that don't recognize there was an insurrection. Megan alluded the other day to the deprogramming that uh, Katie Kirk talked about. Deprogramming that might work in other cases is um, it's obviously proven to be difficult. Many of them have allowed the lies really to seep into their soul, and it's beginning to rot their minds. Taking it even a step further, Raskin told the New York Times that he's ordered books about cults and deprogramming to try to understand his Republican colleagues. Are a couple of accounts, libs of TikTok, a few, you know, really prominent anti-trans and sort of far-right activists who started to essentially make the argument that any exposure uh, to children about LGBT people uh, is automatically grooming. It, it seems to be emboldening anti-gay trolls. Explain how. Not just libs of TikTok, but this guy, James Lindsay, they would say, hey, there's going to be something at this library. You know, they're, they're going to read books. You know, a drag queen's going to come and read books. How do you fix it? How do you undo it? Well, at this point, you know, it's deprogramming. Ladies and gentlemen, don't listen to me. Listen to them. You think it's an accident? All the talk about deprogramming, the spying, the weaponization of the police state? The FBI knocks on your door, pro-lifers, parents, Latin mass attendees, Trump supporters. Who do you think they're taking their marching orders from? We've got a police state to focusing their energy on us right now with the savage pillaging overseas coming here next. Now, while they cross the border, redirect your freaking resources, bro, to where it matters. Here, there's another minute of this. I want you to see it all. So you understand how pervasive this really is. Don't listen to me. Listen to them. That's what we're being fed. People uh, of other races are out to get you. We accept that. We get fed that. And so when that doorbell rings or the basketball comes into your yard, your first response is to pull that gun. It's a it's a programming that's occurring. The deprogramming question is much tougher to answer. People have literally been brainwashed and it's scary by the myths and disinformation that is online, that is being the propaganda on Fox News. It is another epidemic that our country is facing. And until we really hold platforms accountable, until we really do some deprogramming. And anyone like him that says uh, the press is the enemy of the people, that's what Hubbard would say. That's what Moon said. If you say this is a cult, what's the first step of deprogramming? The first step with anyone who's a true believer is contact with people uh, that are outside the bubble. I mean, I was just trying to engage in a little deprogramming with all of these myths about COVID-19. <laughs> just listen to them, man. You don't got to listen to me. Listen to them. They are dead serious, folks. This is not them being hyperbolic or exaggerating for effect. They say what they mean and they mean what they say. Just listen to them. Do not gaff this off. This is what you're fighting in the next election. I wanted to get to RFK today announcing his independent run. You know what? Let me just do it quick. Uh, Fox News announced. Uh, I'll cover it in more detail tomorrow. <clears throat> RFK is now announcing he's going to run as an independent. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to throw this election cycle up in the air. There's a lot of speculation out there. And again, speculation is even speculation on my part. We obviously don't know what's going to happen because it hasn't happened yet. 
There's a lot of speculation out there, though, that this may hurt Donald Trump more than Joe Biden. I don't believe that. What I believe they're doing, and I'll explain why tomorrow, but I want you to, I want you to, I want to, I want you to understand what they're doing right now. They're telling you this, the Democrats, that RFK is going to hurt Trump more than Biden because they want to use loyal Trump supporters to try to get RFK out of the race. Folks, I don't buy that. I don't buy that one bit. Donald Trump's support isn't going anywhere. His 40% hold on the electorate, trust me, is not moving. If Ronald Reagan rose from the grave tomorrow like Lazarus and ran, they're not voting for anyone else. This is a ploy. Don't fall for it. I don't believe it one bit that RFK is going to hurt Trump more than Biden. It's a Democrat's trying to use you. It's absolutely an Admiral, Admiral Akbar trap and a scam. Don't buy it. I'll explain more tomorrow in detail. How many we got today? I'm lost. 105,000 people. Thank you so much. My gosh. We filled another big football stadium. It is such a tremendous honor to have you all here. What's that? Maybe, yeah, he says it right. Maybe we are Taylor Swift after all. Even though I don't share a policy, she fills about 100,000 person stadium a day. So do we. She did. Yeah, it's true. She's got a face for, I don't know. We've got a face for radio. Folks, thanks so much for tuning in. I so deeply appreciate it. Join us every day, 11 a.m. Eastern time, uh, rumble.com slash Bongino. I joined the live chat about 10 o'clock. Like to chat with some people. We had some people from South America in there today, answered a few questions, but I come on live at 11. Sign up for an account on Rumble, download the Rumble app, support Rumble with a future of free speech. We're not going anywhere. It's growing by leaps and bounds, and we really appreciate it. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Set up a free account today. Also, subscribe on Apple and Spotify. Love you all. See you back here tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.